Okay, Allie. We spent forever trying to come up with a clever idea for the opening for this, so I think we just have to accept it's much too much for us to try. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave me five when I was giving you, like... You never stop recording. Is this going to be also on the intro? Is this how we're going to do things? Jordan agrees. Yes. Welcome to A Hard Gray's Night. I'm Allie Goodman. And I'm mixeriously disappointed in the quality of the coffee acting in this episode. I'll agree with that, especially from some of our, like, heavy hitters who are usually really good at it. Yes, and this is A Hard Gray's Night. <laughs> I did say that. I know, but I like to add afterwards because I keep forgetting that you do. Because I have brain worms. <laughs> like, it literally said, welcome to A Hard Gray's Night. <laughs> like you do I'm every Allie, like I do every I'm, I'm Allie Goodman. I think I was trying to change the subject. <laughs> I think I... <laughs> And I'm and I'm Mick unable to even come up with a cold open, much less a, a coherent intro to the and podcast. And you're Mick ADHD that you literally forgot that I start the episode with "Welcome to a Hard Gray's Night." <laughs> anyway, we're starting on a real good foot here. here. This is uh, season two, episode number ten. Much too much. Yes, uh, and it feels like date, that already. Original, <laughs> original. Hey, ADHD, uh, you know, accuser. Maybe you should uh, step back. Original step back. air date. November 27th, yes. 2005, written by Gabriel Stanton and Harry Worksman. Yeah, I don't know who they are either, buddy. And it's directed, this is this is Jordan, he, I forgot to introduce him, uh, directed by Wendy Stansler. Wendy spells her name with a superfluous E. I'm not going to tell you where it is, just for fun, you can just guess. No, not you, oh. the, the, the viewers. Oh, I don't I want like you to it's... guess, that's bad radio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this episode, uh, as, as usual, uh, is... Uh, well, it's a Grey's Anatomy episode, so I'm, I'm not happy about it. Yeah, um, but no, um, this episode uh, is, as all of them are, titled by a song that is a real song. And this time, the song that it's based on is the song Much Too Much by The Who. And as we, when we remember to do so, do in these episodes, we like to discuss the quality and nature of the song. Uh, before that, um, so I was actually really excited to hear that it was a Who song because I, I tend to like the Who, especially yeah. the the Who of this era, as I'm sure you'll yeah, talk yeah. about. Oh, and the like, and the era is the first Who album, My Generation. It's it's on that it's on that album from 1965. Oh, so yeah. it's it's, so it's, er, good. it's yeah, it's what did you say? Who. It's er it's, Who. It, but well, I would say this song is well, Er is not necessarily praise, but <laughs> like I mean, I'm not, it's not an insult either. This is kind of an Er Who song from their first album. It, it sounds like 1965 Who. Yeah, it's it's got every. It's got all the elements. It's got the, you know, it's got the Daltrey vocals, the backing vocals by Pete. It's got, you know, solid bass line, thundering drums. You know, it's, it's, there's nothing, it's not, there's nothing about it that like makes it stand out from any other. It's an album track. It's, it's not, it, it doesn't have the, it doesn't have like the, the power have, yeah. of anywhere, anyhow. You know, I, I'll you say know. like it doesn't, it, it just doesn't bring the eyebrows that I expect from the Who sometimes. That is, by the way, a Frank Zappa expression, possibly also from jazz in general, uh, meaning that like the, you know the putting that 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 extra oomph that's put into into music, putting the eyebrows on it. Which uh, again, I I tend to f I think I'm I'm a I think because I'm mostly familiar with the Who as 
they're more popular, you know. Yeah, you know they're singles. Hits, you know they're singles. single. Like, and also, and also the stuff that was on the Ultimate Collection, right? Basically. And also Tommy. So, like, with all of that, I feel well, like yeah, because you're a theater kid. I forgot. Yeah, hello. I'm How like, did I forget I knew, that? Hello, I knew Tommy before Tommy became a show. Oh, oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. You know what? I know. <laughs> I'm so cool. I was aware of this multi-platinum selling okay, album we, before it was a musical. Listen, we had it in California before. <laughs> <laughs> I was aware. No, you were aware of Tommy because of the movie weren't you you were aware of because Elton John well and because he was the pinball wizard yeah he was the pinball wizard that's true Um, actually he wasn't the kid is a pinball wizard uh, he was just the guy who saw the pinball wizard yeah well he he played against the pinball wizard yes because he was Tommy was the pinball oh my god and Tony Danza was really the boss oh my god can we talk about the fact we just watched a taxi I was just instead? about to bring that up. Can we yes. talk about taxi We no, just watched... We can't watch it Allie just finished watching Cheers uh, in its entirety because she had never seen Cheers. I know, uh, it's crazy. You know. so, but now she's seen more Cheers than me who grew up watching it uh, because she's seen literally every episode now. Uh, can we just have and one quick moment? I'll, I'll let you finish your thought. I just okay. have to interject this. An even quicker moment. Cheers is better than Frasier. Deal with it. I'm... I'm so grateful to be living in a world where I can stream and watch entire seasons of shows that I never got to see back in the day because here's the thing I'm a completist I don't know if you've noticed considering we're doing a podcast <laughs> of re-watching You're a, a re-watch of a re- yeah I am so so my point yeah, is I agree buddy I agree yes so my yes, point yes, is yes, that I love that terrible. we now have these these opportunities to watch these shows go ahead about your taxi well, versus cheers thing well no it wasn't taxi versus cheers oh, it was I, I it was um now I can't even remember what what we were talking Tony about Danza. Tony, Tony Danza Tony Danza oh because I, first of all I didn't realize Tony Danza was always in the cast of taxi I thought he came later a like la Chachi coming into Happy Days later. Or like Christopher Lloyd coming into Happy Days Yeah, yeah. But I did, but like, so we watched the pilot of Taxi uh, yesterday, which is a very weird thing because it's, it's not, it's mostly set in Florida and has Judd Hirsch's character, uh, finding his daughter and talking to her briefly. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a pilot. It feels like it should be like the, like, Somewhere deep in the the first season at at earliest, yeah. Like you like, but but it's obviously the pilot because they introduce all the characters. Oh, it's the pilot. Like it's definitely a pilot. They even do a, a great joke if you don't know who Dan, like you didn't know in 1978 how short Danny DeVito is that like you know like there's a great joke when he comes out threatening them and he's tiny compared to them, but um, but it like doesn't matter anyway. But the point being, uh, Tony Danza. I just want to talk about the fact because I mentioned he was the boss, uh, you know. But like we all joke about the fact that Tony Danza always plays Italian guys named Tony. But in the freaking, in, in the pilot of Taxi, not only is he playing an Italian guy named Tony, he's playing an Italian guy who is a professional boxer named Tony, which is even, like, he, I can't believe they even, and his last name was like Bantha. Yeah. You know, it's like they, like they don't even bother. Like, why don't they just say, hi, I'm, I'm aspiring actor Tony Danza and I drive a cab. Well, because they he also met, used they to They should have just met it. Well, you have to explain that he used to be a boxer. He used, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he really, like... Like, like, why, like, like, why not just have him playing Tony Danza? Right, <laughs> like, right. At this point, like, they just make it one under, anyway. That has nothing to do with anything. Nothing but, to do with But this. we don't have a taxi podcast. We so. do not. We do not. So, so welcome to Taxi Talk, the podcast <laughs> within a podcast, where I will talk about whatever episode of Taxi I've just seen instead of trying to talk about Grey's Anatomy. So Grey's Anatomy opens. Grey's with, Anatomy is a show about Meredith. Oh. Um, where everybody's making out. In yeah, this and, and let's let's talk about something that. Grey's Anatomy is a very big culprit of this, but television in general does this a lot. A thing that I've not experienced nearly as much in my real life, and I'm talking per capita. Let's not make some jokes about, well, John, you don't make out with people that often. Well. I, 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 I had my share. But even per capita amongst the makeouts that I've done, 
A, a, an occurrence that seems very common on TV, not so much common in real life, is the running makeout. The running makeout and the pulling and the stripping clothes. makeout. The stripping this makeout. is a combination running and stripping makeout. Yeah, the there's a lot part. of them in this one. Like they're like, like, like again, like I, I've talked about this before. I don't understand why people tear their clothes off so. No one does that. Yeah. No one makes out that way. Or, I mean, people do. I know someone's gonna like calling. Well, that's how I make out every time. Listen, you, please you call. Please call and tell us this. Yeah, because call in, nobody, call nobody in right call now. In right while now, we're, yeah. while we're on, that would be great. The number is one eight hundred Meredith sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, so I thought it was gonna be like dance the rules. I thought it was gonna be one eight hundred T Bone, but you no, know maybe. No. <laughs> um. So anyway, so yeah. I, Not until the tenth season. Right. So Yang and Derek uh, T Bone. Spoiler. I literally wrote Yang and Preston because for some reason Burke. Did not come into my brain. Mm. So Yang and Burke, uh, Addison and Derek, they're in the shower making out. And uh, Meredith and some new dude um, named, we find out later his name is Steve, and Alex and Izzy are all, everybody's and, making out and in I, the I montage beginning of this. For some reason I had thought, like, until, like, I didn't see Steve clearly until later. I thought this was a direct sequel originally to the last episode, like, that he was the guy who bought her the drink. Yeah. But that guy don't come back. No, that guy was that just guy the was blonde. And, no, I know, no, no, yeah. I didn't see him very clearly. Yeah, I don't think he was the same. I think guy. I was taking notes. Yeah, I didn't see him clearly until well, he came in. Well, and later on, like Steve is a, Steve is obviously of like like Indian American uh, descent. He's well, not, and there's you know. a comment that um, George and Izzy are talking about the fact that uh, Meredith has been landing on her back a lot lately. Yeah, yes, yes, with a lot of different men. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't go any further than that. I'm, 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 I'm yeah, I'm, yeah, uh, that's about as all as we can say. Yeah, um, but, you know, before, be, yeah, yeah. I, I think that discussion actually comes up after, uh, the Burke, uh, yeah, we can start there. So, uh, so, so we, like, it, like, it begins with, like, like after the makeout stuff, it, uh, we, we get, uh, uh, what's her name? Yang. Yang is all, is walking around with her, just her bra on, um, you know, with like, just, I, I guess so we can show the fact that Yang actually has, is actually so thin that she's uh, a Mobius strip. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> But we end, we, she's walking around talking on the phone with Meredith about Burke's weird house. And he, she talks about his books, like how he's so anal retentive that his books are arranged in the Dewey Decimal System. Yes. And I was like, well, that's not that impressive. If he's not arranging the Library of Congress, then he is not anal retentive because his archiving system is very inefficient. It's quite possible she doesn't know. And there's inherent racism in the in the way the Dewey Decimal System is set up that's addressed by other, other filing systems. But... Um, so, but, but then anyway, we get to the first piece of coffee acting in, in the. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we no, like actually, this is better than any of the coffee acting in it. Is we get empty cup acting. Yes. Because it turns out uh, Yang goes to take a sip of her coffee or goes, goes to, to pour coffee. 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 There's coffee made yeah. and a cup next to it, and inside the cup is a key. To Burke's which, apartment. Which, which which looks like a key to someone's utility storage unit or it, something. It looks like a shed key. Yeah, it's a shed key. It's like this huge, like... It's enormous. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so there's that. And then Meredith is on the phone with her when she finds this. And Meredith is sitting in the... I don't know how she's on the phone with... She's on the phone with, with Yang talking about the guy that she just slept with who's in the bed next to her. She's sitting in a chair and the guy's in the bed. Yeah, but and it's well, like, that's because Meredith has no emotional connection to anyone because she's terrible. But like... Really? Go in the other room, Mare. Yeah, like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, Meredith, Meredith is... I mean, now, admittedly, like, she gets imposed upon by this guy later in the episode. It was just beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's great fun. But, like, to, in all honesty, Mer- Meredith is... Meredith is, is is dead inside in this episode. <laughs> like, just dead inside. She's terrible. So, uh, anyway, she's talking about the fact that she just slept with this guy that she met at Joe's last night. And uh, and Yang is freaking out because Brooke left her a key. And she's like, what could this possibly mean? And she's like, well... 
It means know. that he wants you to use the key, and he makes the he, he it's leaves a golden her ticket. It means that yeah. she gets to go to the fact. That's why the key's so large. It opens the padlock to Burke's magical candy factory. Ooh. Well, I find that really funny that you just made that comment, considering Shonda Rhimes in her book *Year of Yes* talks about. <laughs> oh my God! Are we going to continue to get free advertising to Shonda Rhimes this whole show? Talks about talks about at the end of this entire uh, Yang's part of the show, she gets the key to the chocolate factory. She gets everything she wants. Yes, I know. Spoilers. I know because, because for some reason she thinks she, she thinks Yang is the insert character, you know, and and not and not the nerdy working class African American heavyset girl that uh, that gets by on her merits in a in a in a in a man's world. I think that she is is Bailey, but she's best friends with Yang, and that's uh, maybe, why maybe she that's misses it. Yang. Maybe, so may, maybe, maybe, because I feel like I feel like if you're looking at like the actual arc of characters, it seems like Bailey comes up a little like. I just realized something. If Shonda Rhimes was born in the Chicago area, then that explains why the chief went to Northwestern. Yeah. Didn't even occur to me. Yeah. Just popped into my head. Yeah. Okay. Totes, totes, my goats. Okay. So so, so anyway, on. blah blah blah. Moving on. Then we get to the scene where uh, where where uh, Izzy and. George, George are di- talking. just dishing on how much of a slut Meredith is. And I mean it. They are slut shaming her. It hard. is really harsh. And I will say this the tea acting is perfectly fine for once because you could tell Catherine Heigl has water in her clear cup. Yeah. They've given up on her. They've given up on her. So anyway, yeah, like we actually get like her and George actually, we, I do like that her and George's friendship continues to be non sexual and never will be sexual. It's adorable. I enjoy, no, I enjoy that a lot because like, they hint at Alex and Meredith possibly being together all throughout this sh- show later on. Not now. Alex is in no way connected with Meredith now. But right. like, like later on in the show, there's all these hints. Like, like they don't do the sexlessness of Alex and Meredith's friendship as well as they'd like. Like, I think that's because they're trying to leave the door open. Yeah. For a potential story there. Like, they keep dancing around that. Yeah. But, like, they never once open the door on Izzy and... And George. Um, well, they do, but you know. They do. Right. They very much do. Am I forgetting something? Oh, hell yeah, you are. All right. Uh, spoil, spoil everybody. What am I forgetting? Because I'm totally blanking. They sleep together. Is, I thought they get together. They, and then they realize this was the dumbest thing we could oh, have I, ever I done. Thought that was, I thought that was just Meredith and George. Who does that, that. They, that happens too. Oh, wait, spoiler. 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 What, George, does George fuck everyone in this hospital? He's like the dorkiest guy on the show, but he gets so much. <laughs> he gets laid often. Yeah. What is going on? I mean, so, not in the first season. No, I mean this doesn't happen till later, but it does happen. Right. I don't so, think I'm forgetting. I don't think I'm making this up. I hope you're not. I got it. <laughs> Sorry, people, if I am. I, um, I, I, don't, I, I mean, I hope not. So anyway, yeah, that, that that's the scene. They slut shame, and then we get to the hospital where I where we get to meet our first patient, Booger. Booger. I mean, I'm going to tell you this right now. Yes, I, I've forgotten his name already. We did a Revenge of the Nerds episode on MMIS, and I, I remember we had to look his name up because yeah. I kept, like, but I, he's always Booger to me. Uh, I, I feel bad because, you know, like, you know, like, I don't know why the name Calvin is in my head. I don't think it's that. I will look it up. Uh, look it up, but I'm going to say this right now. I, I firmly believe that no one has ever caught this person's diagnosis the first time around because they're all too busy going, Booger, when yeah. he shows up. Nobody has a damn clue what he has. Yeah. By um, the way, I love that I look up Revenge of the Nerds, and that's the picture. It's a picture, picture of Booger. <laughs> it's perfect. 
So, um, so anyway, Booger's Curtis, Curtis, Curtis Granderson, no, Curtis Armstrong, Armstrong. Curtis, Curtis Armstrong. That's right. Cause I I was calling Curtis Granderson for a while. who was a baseball player. Um, so, um, anyway, yeah. So his diagnosis is some disease that's something that involves his pituitary gland. Yes. Like, I don't know if it's a disease or a tumor or something. Probably a tumor. Yeah. Like it, it, it it basically is messing him up. It's what caused him to lose his balance and hit his head. It's what cause it's what's causing him to be thirsty all the constantly time. Thirsty. Like he's constantly thirsty. Anyway, he's a high he's a character you see a lot in in medical shows, which is the high high powered executive businessman who's got an assistant that he treats like crap, who's take who's still working in the hospital and blah blah blah. You know. Still working in the hospital, you mean like he's in, he's in in like, a bed. He's, he's in, in a bed, bed and he's still he, on but he's still doing and, executive yeah. Yeah. stuff and he's a real he's a real like D-bag. overachieving d-bag yeah you um know. also i just would like to point out we did have a duck sighting duck sighting in duck, the room duck 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 it wasn't that's in a the terrible room. theme it wasn't in the it was d- in his room i thought it was no it was in the chief's office oh i thought it was in, i thought no, no, it was no, no, actually no, in, duck in chief's office okay black and white so anyway, duck anyway we got the duck and we got black and white duck which black i think I, I you don't see as much of purple duck later i think black and white duck is the dominant duck for a while for for most of the show yeah so so anyway, um, th- then we move into. I guess we'll talk about it now. I mean, there's two there's two main instances of coffee acting in the show. Okay. And so, welcome back to Coffee Acting, the other podcast within a podcast right. in which we talk about the coffee acting in Grey's Anatomy. We have to come up with a theme song. For yeah, that. I know. A coffee theme. acting, it's not good. <laughs> no. Um, so what we have here is we have we have Sandra O oh, of all people. Sandra O, oh, normally an exemplary coffee actor. I mean, we're not talking, we're not talking um, Kate, Walsh. Kate Walsh levels of coffee acting, but still normally exemplary. Yes. And she she bobbles the cup twice, twice. in this scene. It's, un- like, it's unfortunate. It is very unfortunate, very unfortunate coffee acting on Sandra O's oh part. I am. I, I actually am quite disappointed because this is like this is like when your your straight A kid gets busted for drinking. And you're madder at him than you are at the one who makes C's and drinks all the time. Yes. You know, because it's like, what is, what's, what's your problem? You know, like, like I expected so much of you. Yes. You know, like you, you had so much potential, Sandra, and you're, 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 you're spoiling it with a clearly empty cup that you can't like, that you can't pick up like with any, with any believable weight. So I'm, I, I just, that is, that is the first coffee acting. And let's go ahead and switch because again, coffee, the coffee acting is not crucial to the plot. So let's no. go ahead and talk about the, the second coffee acting. Which is Meredith and Alex in a scene together later in the episode. Yes. I can't, it doesn't even matter what the scene is. They're talking together, and I want to talk about some horrid coffee acting. Yes. Oh, I know. It's, it's upset. It's, it's so ups- bad. It's, it's upset a, our son to think about how bad this coffee acting is. It's really bad. Mer- Meredith, in, as in so many things, is terrible. I think we're going to have to pause this for a minute. Might, Okay, we're back. Um, so uh, we, have, we Jordan, Jordan's in bed now. Yeah. Uh, he was a little tired and a little hungry, so we yeah we're we're back in the game. Uh, let's just go back to uh, a sec- that segment that I like to call coffee acting. Slurp, slurp, slurp. Ah, that's good coffee. She anyway, Meredith- so Meredith's coffee acting in that is atrocious. some of the most atrocious. And like again. I try not to make it about Ellen Pompeo because it's not Ellen Pompeo's no. fault that Meredith's terrible. Although I'm not a huge fan of her acting, especially in the early, uh, you know, days of the show. I think she gets better as the show goes on. Sure. But um, this is some very bad coffee acting, even by these by the low standards that this particular episode has set. 
Like I, it makes me long for the days of Kate Walsh because right now it is, it is, it is. I mean, it, she might as well just be like actually doing again one of those cup tricks on YouTube or something. It looks like she's juggling the cup. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely absurd. And you know, I'd love to say that Justin Chambers is stepping up his game to like kind of help her out, but he also fumbles it a few times. He's He's mediocre at it in this mm-hmm. scene. Like it's atrocious. Like, like they they should not have like they should have said just put the cup down right now, Meredith. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for her to have to drink coffee during this scene. Just put the cup down. Yeah. You're not you're not able to do it. Yeah. Like I feel like uh, I wonder if there was like a like in the shooting if it was like an endless bunch of retakes where they just couldn't get her to do it. Like up and at them, up and at them, <laughs> you know, over and over again with the with the coffee, or or if it was just they didn't have time and they just did a single take. I, was that but, it for the coffee? I think it was just that was that, that, Those were the only two coffee yeah, actors for this so episode. Yeah. And I'm sorry that this segment wasn't as good as it normally could be, but neither was the coffee They, they all kind of sucked. So. They all kind of sucked, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm very irritated at it. So I, let's talk, let's do, let's do something. We've only really introduced one patient so far. Let's take it through his patients. Let's take the patient wow, through to the anything, end. Anything to avoid talking about Steve's wiener, huh? Which is the next thing I had on we my notes. We will get back to, to Steve's wiener, but let's let's unless you want to introduce all the patients and then go through it. No, let's just do it. Let's just talk about Booger's Booger's pituitary. Yeah. So uh, it ends up being um, Alex and Derek are on the the case, mm-hmm. if you will, because it's a, obviously it's a it's a um, neuro case. So Derek would be on it, and um, Alex is his intern. Oh, actually, let me let me do one thing. Sure. Actually, just so because just because I noticed in my notes, and we're not going to talk about it. I, now, admittedly, we, we've taken a lot of digressions, but I want to point out that at, by this point in chronological order in the episode, they have not gotten up to the credits yet. Yeah. Because Steve comes in, we there's some stuff with his dick, and then we get full, awful, awful credits. Like, I feel like they added extra scenes of they awful. Did. And they, like, I feel like they're like, can we make these credits really extended yeah. and really terrible? They did all the extended it's like, credits. It's, it's, it's as long as the credits have ever gotten yeah. in this show, and it, it was awful. So anyway, let's go back and talk about Booger's, Booger's uh, so water they, issues. So he's, you know... Shitty to his assistant. He's yelling at him. I and mean, there's not a lot to say about him. But essentially, the important thing to, to note is that um, he's he's uh, got this tumor. Um, uh, Derek's going to do a, a surgery, but he can't do the surgery until the next day. They tell him, they tell Booger to stop drinking water. Look, we're not even going to call him by either his character name or Doesn't the Booger. He's always going to be Booger. They tell him not to drink any water not to drink anything even though he's so thirsty because the pituitary gland is making him thirsty the tumor on the pituitary gland is making him thirsty the assistant tries to pull it all away they you know they're like he, he yells, at, he his yells at the assistant in the course of this he ends up firing the assistant well yeah but first of all yeah he's a real dick to everybody yeah and yeah he ends up he ends up firing the assistant because the assistant like you know like after the oh but before he fires him the assistant basically alex is talking to this guy and asking like does he have any friends or any right. family we can he he's like nobody. no he has no friends he has, he has no me. family he has me it's like he's like i guess i'm kind of his friend i've been yeah. his assistant for three years right and then at some point you find out that he's disappeared and olivia um uh, who's the nurse that everybody calls sif nurse which is horrible but it's true and she's it's she, true she does have sif and is a nurse she, she got it from Alex, though, remember. She tries to get into the bathroom because he's locked himself in there. And Alex comes and breaks open the door and they find him. And we get to see Booger drinking out of a toilet, yeah, a thing that first, even the Revenge of the Nerds movies didn't do. Apparently that's, and so they, yeah. So and they have to drag him out. Drag he's fighting, him out. And he's, he's fighting them, like trying to get it. And Yeah, and he, he they finally get him back. They have to restrain him and put restraints on him. And, and then Alex ups his, his dosage of the medicine, whatever it is. Yeah, and... Um, 
And then you find out later he starts seizing. Because Alex Because went to too Alex far. has been very distracted. And you will tell you why. Yeah. Later. Alec, well, I mean, uh, it, it's based on, and this is a problem with, I guess, going individual patient in this yeah. particular episode. But it's based on the fact that this whole episode is, is dick jokes. It is. There's I mean, really, when you get down to it. Alex, Alex is Alex is not able to perform with Izzy Yeah. right now. Specifically it, with it's Izzy. It's 1,000% stress-related. Um, but it's because he really likes her, and he's he's ha- having like real feelings about her. Right, and Alex is not good with that, and he won't be good with that really ever, ever, ever in the show. Uh, I mean, he's a little better now, yeah. but yeah, he's yeah he's uh, Alex's whole deal, and this there this is we're actually getting into the very beginning of the endless redemption arc for Alex, yeah. where like Alex is no longer a foil and a and a borderline villainous character anymore right like now we're getting into alex being he's developing his humanity but he's also just not very good at it and he will continue to like backslide to the point of irritation yes like it gets to a point where it's like come on alex like i mean i guess it's realistic that like people can be fuck-ups forever and ever and ever but alex alex survives some fuck-ups that like over the course of this uh, show that would have ended the careers of Of many 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 people many people you but know, uh, but uh, so right now, Alex is uh, is uh, just not able to get it up for Izzy, and it's really upsetting right. Izzy, and yeah. it's obviously upsetting Alex. And it's and, and this distraction is coming into Alex's work, so he he screws up the dosage on this dude's medicine. Right. Like he didn't do. He, I can't remember exactly what happened, but in, like he ends up going into a seizure. He's foaming at the mouth. Uh, Derek comes in and like is basically like you what what happened? And Olivia has to explain you know like what what Alex did. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and, and and Derek's like, you know, you fucking idiot. You know, yeah, basically, basically, like, you, you screwed up. Yeah, you get out of here. You, this guy. you may have killed this guy. Did he kill him? Uh, we don't know. Oh yeah, that's right. This is a two. This, this is almost like a two part. It's not. Yeah, it's like this. We're getting into much more serial storytelling. Yeah. Uh, as we go on, so we have a lot of cases. So that we're not don't, sure. How, don't fully resolve. Right. We're not in sure fact, what's I, happened. In fact, only one of the cases in this entire episode actually is fully resolved, resolved at the end. Yep. Um. So, yeah, so that's our deal with Booger is that we're not exactly sure what's going to happen with him if he lives or dies. Yeah, and, that, and, that's, and that, I think that's as far as we get with him. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember any other scenes. And it's so, Alex's fault. And it's all Alex's fault. And so, uh, and I guess we can go to the end. We'll go, we, we can wait till the end to resolve that you know, when we start tying everything sure. up. Um, so let's go to the next patient, uh, which is Steve. Steve. Because we we'll leave the most important patient for last. Yes. So Steve, uh, Meredith's hookup, uh, yes. who... Izzy has named the very unclever name of Running Man. Yeah, because he's I, running out. Of the like door. there's like she's got all these different names for the Running Guy or whatever. Yeah. Like there's like like she's got various nicknames for guys which I don't remember, but they're all stupid. I will say this: at least Yang would have called him Mick Runny. Yeah, <laughs> you know, which is by the way the absolute worst egg sandwich McDonald's ever came up with. Terrible. You know. It's okay on paper, but you don't want anything from McDonald's to be runny. No. Trust me on that. Uh, so, uh, Steve, anyway, Steve, basically, uh, he has a condition that is known as priapism, which is, of course, named after the god Priapus, or Priapus, uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's a Roman god of uh, wieners, I guess. Uh, no, he's, uh, basically, it's been more than four hours, and he should call a doctor. Yeah, and, it's been way too long. Like, he, he apparently... Got it. Well, he they apparently had sex. Twi- he had sex twice with Meredith, and apparently, like since the last time they have had sex, he still had the erection. Yeah. So he shows up at her work, and she's a little bit like, "Why are you here?" And then and... he moves his hands out from over his dingus, and and Yang, Yang being the the modicum of sensitivity, basically laughs at this poor dude's face. Yeah. Well, 
She actually laughs, laughs at this at poor dick. dude's. No, she laughs at this poor dude's waistline. Yeah. I guess more or less, uh, you know. So but, they bring um, him in, and you know they have to figure out what's going on. Let's take him. Let's take this guy through. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what yeah, we're yeah, doing. Yeah, that's yeah, the plan. Yeah. Go ahead. So basically, uh, first of all, they're you know like Meredith's appalled, completely, because like, Meredith is done with him. Yeah. She, she basically is like, get out. She basically told him, you're going to leave now yeah. in the morning. So she, she wants nothing to do with this guy. But he's come to her. And like and He didn't mean to come to her. He was going to the hospital. He's like, Meredith, what are you doing here? Like, he had no idea she worked at a hospital. Yeah. You know, which is dumb because he went, he was, he met her at the doctor bar across from the hospital. I'm sure she talked about being a doctor to him. Maybe not, though. Yeah, but I mean, over the course of like, I can't, I can't imagine all of her friends are doctors. Everyone at the bar knows her. You know, like, I can't imagine him, like, like yeah, yeah. I just, I have problems with Joe's bar being a big hookup place for random strangers since True. it's literally across from the hospital. Like, it's the doctor's bar. Sure. You know, but um, neither here. It's like that one place that all the firemen go to in Chicago Fire. Like, Molly's? I don't because know. Because they own Molly's? Yeah, I don't fucking care what it's actually called. They're not good shows. I know you're in Chicago, so you have to support them. But objectively speaking, they're bad. Te- it's bad television. Mm-hmm. So, uh. And we're not doing a Chicago crappity doodle doodle thing. By the way, I'll change my tune if I ever get cast in that. Uh, <laughs> I have I'm, representation I'm lo- now. <laughs> I'm looking at him with a raised eyebrow. Just like <laughs> if um, I'm ever cast in it, I'll change my tune. Yes, you will. Uh, if they need a chubby balding loser to <laughs> to be a chubby balding loser. Truth is, you'll probably I'll grow a beard or a mustache so I can be a Chicago guy. So <laughs> A Chicago guy like that, that Australian no, fellow who's in that show. No. No. Hello there. I am from I am from Chicago. Okay, so Steve. That's not even Joey Chicago levels of, of realism. Priapism. Yeah, he 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 can't get it down. Is he basically can't get it is down. the problem. So they try a bunch of different things. First, and, and, and first Bailey, Bailey comes comes in, and Bailey she, is Bailey's bedside manner also leads a little be desired because she's trying to like basically weed out whether or not he's taken erectile dysfunction drugs right. because that's kind of like the major cause of uh, generally speaking priapism is mostly caused by the, the you know overuse the of, Cialis Viagra yeah. you know whatever you know like not you know like over being overdone but uh, so she basically scares him with a lot of you know the tests you're gonna have to do are super awful and painful there's no way to test for these erectile dysfunction drugs so we we need you to be honest you know and she doesn't really believe him but he swears up and down that this did not happen you right know, this, that he didn't, he didn't take get, them he didn't take them he's clean so, so they do a tox screen on him and it does come up clean which means well that actually they said no well yeah, I guess they're it, well, they, I thought she's I thought she said, what the hell, show? She claimed you couldn't do a talk screen for those things. They did a talk screen. Wow. According to House, doctors lie. (laughs) Literally, Meredith says to Yang, his talk screen came up clean. That's crazy. I just realized that. That's a contradiction inside the episode. I don't know. So anyway, whatever. Anyway, whatever. uh, they, They do the test. It comes up clean. So they have to drain his dick with a needle. Right. Yeah, I just I just want to say that really fast because I just tear the bandaid off on that. Yeah. So yeah, so they do. So they drain his dick with a needle, and you and actually see a whole bunch of blood in a needle, which is that's dick blood, by the yeah, way. Dick blood. You and know, the famed stuntman dick blood. Penis goes down, and oh wait, not stuntman, wrestler. But Ricky seems, Steamboat's real name, Richard Blood, isn't it? Everything seems good. Oh God, and you are looking. No, it no, up. don't keep talking. So we all think it's fine. So he's there, and then all of a sudden, boom. As I think it's... Yes, Dick Blood. I think it's, that's, Ricky, that's Ricky Steamboat's real name. I think it's as uh, Yang puts it, the flag is flying again. Yeah. So now they don't know. So now they got to do... They do an da, enema. Da, da, da. Well, an enema. No, yeah, they do an enema. You're right. And, they do an enema and... And, and Yang they, trades like a month of enemas because uh, like 
Yeah. Meredith can't do it. Meredith does not want to give this And also on top of all of this, Steve is like freaking out. And so he's, because he's nervous. He's relying on her. He's starting he's to lean starting on her, lean like, on her she's, like, like, like she's an actual girlfriend. Right. And then Derek has to come in because the enema doesn't work. The enema work. doesn't work. And Yang's like, oh, that enema was perfect. You yeah. Know, which we, we can assume it was. It is Yang. I mean, it is Yang. She's good at her job. And so the enema doesn't work. The pulling the blood doesn't work. So they have to call in Neuro. Neuro comes in, and it turns out that he has a tumor on right. the small back. But, but let's not get over the awkwardness of uh, of the fact of, that Derek. And Derek is a real dick he's to a Meredith. Dick to Meredith. Like I, I got to talk about this. Derek might actually be this episode's worse than Meredith. Yeah. He Although is. Izzy's in the running. Uh, in her, in actually, her Alex is in the running. Oh, Alex is also. Oh, Alex is the worst. Yeah. God, everyone's. Ta- Meredith might be the least worst person She's the in this least episode. Worst person in this episode. Because Christina kind of sucks too. Yeah. She's making fun of that dude's dick whenever all he did was have a one night stand. Yeah. Man, everyone in this episode really like. And again, it's not that Meredith's good. It's that everyone else is really worse. bad. Yeah. In this they're episode. really shitty. They're really shitty all around. So yeah, Derek is really crappy to her, and it's sort of like you don't get to be a dick. Like you don't. Yeah, he's mad at her because she's hooked dick. up with a guy. Whenever he's gone back to his wife, and like the one that to have sex that's apparently not satisfying to him, judging right. by the opening scenes. Yes, yes, exactly. So it's this like bizarre, weird thing that we're all like, well, then what the hell, you know, like a prick. Don't yeah. control her life. You don't get to, you don't get to get mad about this. You don't, yeah, you don't get, when you're the one who leaves a relationship for whatever reason, you don't get to get mad when the other person starts dating again. Or moves on at all. Yeah. yeah. Like, like deal on, deal with it. Yeah. Subtweet. No. <laughs> Total, I was just thinking that. Yeah, um, we're not tweeting. Um, so, so anyway. Which is so, good. We only got like 12 followers on so, our <laughs> So it turns out that um, he does have this little tumor on the small of his back that Derek's going to have to do surgery and um, yeah, I guess take care it's, of. It's providing, putting pressure on the sure. blood vessel, which, right. will, which is causing, causing him it, yeah. to have right. So um, it's you know relatively innocuous as I guess back surgery, neurosurgery is. Well, yeah, he's freaking out about it though. He has to call his mom. He yeah. actually gets Meredith to call, call his mom. mother. Like he's like well, he wants Meredith to be there for him. Yeah, it's you know, like really it's awkward. very awkward. But long story short, ha, 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 ha. He ends up fine. He survives. And Meredith's like, look, buddy. I'm you were not, not going out. We're not that. going out. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know, and, and he actually takes it he okay. He takes it pretty considering, well. Considering how, how reliant he was on her. But I think I think he kind of realizes now that he's not scared for his life and he's yeah. not medically dealing with an issue. He's kind of like, all right, all right. Yeah, that makes sense. I get sense. it. Yeah. You know, so. That actually resolves fairly nicely. It, it resolves as nicely as to be expected. Yeah. Good. Okay. Thus, thus putting Steve as the least worst character in the episode, right. and, and one of the few people better than Meredith, better which is an odd Meredith, thing to say, right. and I hope, hopefully, I will never have to say that again. So, all right, let's bring in the other big. Yeah, and, and this is yeah, this is the, the story. This story is the line. big storyline, yeah. and I mean, let's be honest, the big storyline. If if there's a if there's a pregnancy related thing yeah. in Grey's Anatomy, it's probably going to be the big, big storyline because yeah. that's where people get really freaked out about like the health of little itty bitty babies. Yes. So. So let's talk about Izzy being worse than Meredith yes. in this scene. Yes. This is the scene where uh, Izzy is called in for a consult. Because remember, Izzy, up up until, I guess she leaves and uh, Arizona steps in, Izzy is the one that looks like is going to go into 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 uh, child thing, right? I don't know if she's going into pe- peds. Peds, peds. As thank much. you. I couldn't remember what it was called. I don't think she's going into peds. I think she's going into like like neonatal that more that side yeah but but she's going into like more like OBGYN yeah OBGYN you're right but like yeah I guess uh, that's true because Alex is more peds than OBGYN that's true yeah but like like Arizona I guess is both but we're not we're not we're not up to Arizona Walsh slash 
Montgomery Shepard says, you know, that that she has an aptitude for this particular uh, specialty. Supposedly because of her sensitivity, which I want to talk about this. She does not have sensitivity. Like, this is an ongoing issue where the character of Izzy is presented as the sensitive, sweet one. But she's actually kind of the shit, kind of a shitty yeah, person a, a shitty lot person. of the time. Yeah. And I can't blame it all on Katherine Heigl's acting because it's in the script. Yeah. Like, she's super judgy of this woman. And let's talk about this woman. Sure. This woman is a woman who has, she's obviously taken fertility med- yes. like meds. She is looking, they, she has triplets already. Yeah, they, they have boys. three boys. They have three boys at home. And she's now uh, has right now. quintuplets developing inside of her that are girls. She really wanted girls, so they went past the triple. And Izzy is super shitty judgy with her. Well, they're at 32 weeks, and they're hoping to hold these babies until 34 weeks, which is about the closest that they can get. Yeah. And by the way, we have another example here of what I call uh, exposition yeah. stupidity. Yeah. Which is they, they ask a question that anyone should be able to answer. Well, at the beginning, the first part yeah. of the question. Later parts you might not know, but like literally Kate Walsh asks Isidore Stevens, a doctor, remember she has finished medical school, right? asks her, how long is the gestational period of a pregnancy? I mean, all right, most people say nine months, which is not 100% exact, right. but, but people who've either been pregnant or pay attention know it's 40 weeks. Right. I know it's 40 fucking weeks. I knew it was 40 weeks before we had kids. Right. I don't think it's because I'm an expert in medicine. I think it's because I actually am a human being with a pulse who has been around a pregnant person. Right. You know, but she ends up like codifying it with like for twins, it's whatever, 36 for, you know, like, yeah. like, you know, for, for this many, it's 34, yeah. like, or whatever. But it's just like, it's like one of those questions that gets asked because they can't think of a better way to put the exposition in. Although... I can think of one. How about what is the correct gestational period for quintuplets? What is, you know, like if they had asked that, that is a piece of information most people don't know. But instead she asks it as the dumbest question so that people, because people have to know that 40 weeks. Yeah. You know, like. So anyway, so it's, so it's, they're a little early right now. I think it's 32 weeks right now, or maybe it's 30 weeks. I can't remember, but they're, they're it's early. Th- it's at 32 and they need to get to 30. They're 30 trying to get to 34. 34. Yeah. So it's it's a little early, but um, and they're having they're going through all of the different things with these babies. One of them, uh, new doctors keep coming in because they start to realize that there's new problems. Right. And let's go back though, because we yeah. gotta, like, let's take it a little slower. Sure. You're, you're, you're jumping real sure, fast. Sure, sure, sure. I was just because uh, like in that first, like not in the first scene. Maybe maybe it is in the first scene. We learn that not only not only is like well, first of all, she takes Izzy aside. Like Izzy's real shitty to her, and and to the point that Addison stops her. And yeah. then she, like, later on, she, like, has to take her aside and say, I know people think I'm crazy for this, but I really wanted girls. I really wanted this, blah, 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 you know. And she's like, we need to be honest with each other. What's your issue with me? Yeah, be honest with me. And then, but and, then we learn she's... And yeah. Izzy says to her, well, if you had reduced your multiples by, you to know, three. to even three as opposed to five, you'd have a better chance she's of like, yeah, I know that. surviving. You know? She's like, you're like the 16th doctor to tell me this. And then she introduces Plus, you're a fucking intern. Sit she down. introduces all she introduces Izzy to all of the babies. Yeah, and I, I by feel like touching yeah, her on her belly. And I, and I, I get that she gets a lot of ultrasounds, which was your explanation. But I think it's first of all, maybe it's just me. What are you doing naming your kids when you have quintuplets? You have there are so it's so rare that all quintuplets come to terms. Why are you naming them now so that you can? 
like feel even worse whenever almost inevitably one of them will not make it. Okay, so I'm going to step in here as the person who has actually I know, I know. carried children, and I'm going to tell you this, that there's two schools of thoughts on this. I know, I There's know. the one where you're like, okay, the possibilities are out there that this wouldn't go, isn't going to make it, like you said, like the, the, the odds are bad. I wouldn't name them because I don't want to feel even deeper loss for that. Then there's the other school of thought, which is if I name them, there's more hope. There's more energy into that. You're right. And that's actually, that's actually the, you're right. But I was beginning with the lesser of my two points. I understand. The greater of my two points is, the fuck are you doing knowing exactly where they are inside your body at all times and, and assigning personalities detailed personalities yeah, well, to that, all of that's them. That's the problem. I mean, the where they are, I get. Because when you go... You didn't even know what which was Jackson's ass or his head for half of okay, the pregnancy. but when you go in, when you have multiples and you go in for these ultrasounds, I know. I get, no, I already, I already, they actually show you where they are. And I where, know. And so, and, and, but no, there's got to be some jiggling. Finish, let me finish. And so, because you know where the placentas are, you they actually... They, they mark the babies. So this is baby A, baby B, baby C. That's okay. actually how they do it. So okay. you know where they are. Okay, on all right, fine. All right. All okay, right. so, so I Cheerfully withdrawn, I guess. But I But she has no you. marks on her belly when she's pointing them out. So no, she's, no, 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 no. She just, I mean, this has been over 30-something weeks yeah, that she's, she's been Okay, so let me finish. But I agree with you in like that she's going to know that Julie versus Emily is the one that's turning She's and not the one know kicking. that. Yeah, and that's what I'm kicking. saying. Like, because again, like I said, it we, could be one of the two that's over here. Yeah, it's like someone on this side. Like, right. We don't actually have detailed and and super complex nervous systems inside our body. Yes. We can feel pain. Yeah. But we're not going to know exactly where the pain is to like the fucking millimeter on these little tiny like six inch long yes. micro babies. I agree babies. with you. That it, part like, I it, agree with. It just it just it, it was it seemed overly cloying and it seemed like we're getting too precious because we need to name the babies for the tragedies. Which we don't know if there's a tragedy yet. Well, no. We? I'm saying, I'm talking from a writer's standpoint. Yes, yes, yes. We need to name the baby so the audience cares more about them. Yes, I get that. Okay, you know. so moving on. So obviously they start having problems. Let's see if I can figure... Oh, oh, also we need to retire one expression from writing. People can say it all the time in real life. I'm sure they do. But when we're having a pregnant character, can we not write beached whale again? Who said that? She said, I feel like a beached whale. Oh, I hate that. It's the worst... Fucking cliche ever. First of all, whales have the appropriate amount of mass for their species at all times. Yeah. There are no fat whales. There are no fat whales. You know, whales have the correct amount of blubber to survive in the colds of the ocean. Agreed. You know, so... How about no more fat shaming at all? Yeah, no fat shaming at all, but especially not using beached whale. I agree. How about I feel like an incredibly pregnant woman? I feel like I have five babies in me. Which makes sense. <laughs> you know, so anyway. All right, so babies... I just, I just, that, that, that's a piece of, that is, uh, so Lucy I'm, is the first baby I, I'm to gonna, have a problem. Right. And I'm just going to point this out. Just so you know, you know, to our legion of listener, um, just so you know, all of the doctors at some point are called in for these babies so that even if they're on another and By all case, the doctors, we mean the ones who are actually in the cast. Right. calling them any, you know, weirdos. <laughs> yeah. But my point is that this be, the reason we know this is the big case is because so many of the everyone's, are, everyone's, everyone's on call. Everyone's on call for this particular because case. Because it's going to be a very complex. Yes. Especially as it goes on. Yes. I'm sorry. Continue though. So first baby, first baby to have a problem is Lucy. Lucy. Actually, there are two babies that are apparently fine. Three of the babies have problems. Yes. Lucy, who was, I think, the bad girl. Oh, I don't remember. What <laughs> she, she was the most her. willful or whatever. Oh, yeah, whatever. But she's apparently got a swollen brain. Yes. So Derek is going to have hydrocephalus. To, she's hydrocephalic. So Derek's going to have to go in. And I think originally the plan was bef 
before yeah. delivery. They were going to do it in utero. They were going to do it in utero. He, he was, was going to drain drain Lucy's the fluid off of Lucy's brain. He was going to put a shunt in. Put a shunt in. And it was going to drain yeah. and be fine. Because and 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 he's like, you know, we caught this early. This is a, this is not going to be a problem. He was very confident about it. Yes. Uh, then uh, let's see. Um, Baby Emily. Baby Emily. Is that the Or was Julie next? No, it was Emily. 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 She has a heart problem. Yes. She has HLHS, which Which is hypoplastic left heart syndrome. Like the left side of her heart's not fully developed. Yeah. The left ventricle is not. Right. Which is, by the way, just just so we know, because yesterday I was... Today we're recording on December 23rd. Uh, Yesterday was December 22nd, which is the anniversary of the death of uh, one of my favorite musicians, Joe Strummer, who... He, it's not exactly his problem, but he died suddenly of a heart attack at the age of, I think, 50, or maybe 52. I can't remember. I'm not, my, my brain is not doing the math right. But essentially, he, he had a poorly developed heart valve, so he could have died at any time like because of that. Uh, that that's just a little, little bit of a side thing. Um, you know, a man who ran the Paris Marathon without any training, training like, surprised he didn't die then. Yeah. Because I would probably die if I ran down the street. Yep. Uh, but anyway, that, like, just interesting. It made me think about that. Uh, so with, with HLHS, they're bringing in Burke, obviously. Yes. And he, did, didn't he didn't he also say that they would do that in utero? I can't remember if his was going to be in utero also. Uh, um, I don't, I don't know. Okay. But then we get to... Julie. I think they all were originally going to be in utero because yeah. they were trying to keep them in. Yes. Yeah, third baby, Julie. She has her organs growing outside her body. Right. So they're going to have to get in. Um, uh, ba- not Bailey because she's actually just she's just a resident. Uh, right. I, I don't know which doctor because Bailey wouldn't be in charge of that operation. No, which, I can't Because remember. that's a very... If someone, maybe, maybe Addison. Might have been Addison. Might have been Addison with Bailey assisting. Yeah. But because, um, yeah... Like after the babies were out, or or before, actually before, because this is yeah. before, Addison would probably be. Addison was going. They were going to take those organs and basically build a bag around them and put put them back inside the right. body, like kind of put like place them inside the body right. again. So right. That, but what ends up happening, unfortunately, is that uh, uh, the the patient's water breaks. I can't remember. Dory. Dory. Uh, her water breaks, and so she has to go into labor. She's freaking out. The placenta they, is starting to tear. And, and they they call literally everyone in for to to do this. And let's go back to Alex. Yes. Now now we got to talk. Now about we got to talk about Alex. First of all, we did. I don't think we mentioned that Booger at one point after firing. You know, after after uh, after Booger fired uh, his assistant, Alex comes in and is like, "Why'd you fire him?" Like you know, like he was your friend. He was like, "He wasn't my friend." He thought he was. It's like, well, there you know. Like and there's this whole thing where he's talking about how oh, you're yeah. a hot shot doctor. You know, you know, you know what it is. You know, like you know, like you can't make a mistake. And he's like, you know, well, I'm a hot shot doctor. I don't make mistakes. Yeah. You know, and he, like basically they're basically waving their dicks at each other. They're yeah, they're seriously waving their they're both of them probably ineffectual dicks at yeah. this point. What with the pituitary yeah. issues. Right. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, but basically he's like, you have to be a shark. You can't have friends. Right. You know, like he's he's basically playing to Alex's insecurities about like because Alex doesn't open open up to people, and part of why he's having problems with uh, with Izzy. Izzy is that, and then our baby starts crying again. Yep. We'll be back. <laughs> Okay, 
welcome back again. Uh, now Jordan is back with us. Hi, bud. Hopefully he'll be calm and quiet for a couple of minutes because we're getting real close. Yeah, we're, we're close. So um, essentially, so so yes, he, Alex is now afraid about having it. Like he's realizing maybe he's better off not connecting with people on that level. So after Olivia, you know, ends up uh, you know telling it, telling Shepard about the mistake that Alex made. Right. You know, Alex is off by himself in the in the the call room on call room the the sex room, and uh, Olivia shows up in the room and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were here." You know, like, and she wanted to apologize. She's like, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to like rat you out, but I mean, I the patient we needed." And he's like, and he's not. He's like, "I'm not mad at you about that." You know, and then he, he's like, you know, like, "Hey, remember us together?" You know, and like basically this whole talk where like he's like, like was at least the sex good? You know, and she's like, "Yeah, it was great." Da 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 da. You know, it's like. It was nice to like be with someone that you didn't you know, like where it was no nothing complex and no you know it was real simple and they end up making out and um, anyway then we go back to uh, Izzy comes running to find Alex to, because they figured he fell asleep in the on call room because he's the only one who never returned his beeper you know well while, she, while Dory's going through while contractions because yeah. everybody's and on call so Izzy come runs in sees Alex and and. Uh, and uh, Olivia. Olivia on flagrante delecto, I believe is the mm-hmm. Latin term. Uh, and they, uh, you know, Izzy's like, okay, and leaves. She makes a comment about answer your page, and then she leaves. Yeah, she's yeah, she's very cold and trying to be professional. And so they all go into the operating room. Uh, there is, there's some, you know, some serious BS about, you know, like, you know, getting the babies out. And, and you know, all the babies get pulled out, and we that, that kind of ends at that Point. Yeah, like you no... see, it's, I thought they did a really nice job though with the the baby that has the um, organs outside of their body. They actually had a baby that looked like that. Oh, I didn't like, notice that. Yeah, I was actually going to comment on the fact that one thing this show does really well, and I, I caught it this time, uh, like I, is they have very excellent models yes. for the babies. Yes, and it's really funny because it's such an easy trick. If if the models are realistic enough, all you have to do is ADR some crying sound effects in. Yes. And it really does sell that these are real. Yeah. In a very good way. I think I, I, it's, they it's, do a fairly, very good job. it's fairly impressive. Yeah. So, um, oh, and, and, and basically there is a, um, oh, and they, uh, yeah, basically at the, at the, it kind of ends with a lot of meaningful glances over uh, surgical masks yeah. from the various people involved in everything. There's a whole yeah. Meredith Derrick, you know, discussion uh, on priapism boys uh, surgery because Meredith's not part of Meredith actually is not part of this surgery nor, not, like at this point is she or no no, no she everybody's in. in no she she's in I'm everybody's sorry. in that was earlier yeah you know like there's the whole conversation where like, that's where Derek is a real turd D-bag, about yeah. like about everything it's like man you left her a dick yeah so so anyway it ends with a lot like tiny 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 babies yeah. and I don't know I don't remember like how it exactly ends from that that point it's no pretty, it's it's very it kind of fades it, out it kind of fades out with uh you know because like this is an unresolved thing because yeah, the babies are out to be continued but you well get there the isn't feeling. well that's because yeah. they don't really do two-parters yeah. it's just well they do sort of but not really it's just this is an ongoing thing and so just we haven't gotten the outcomes all for. we know is that everyone's alive right now everyone yeah no one has died in this episode no. No one, no one, no one has, has died. No one has died. But we've got babies that are in severe, severe distress, and we've got a dying uh, Curtis Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, see, I gave him the dignity when he was nice dying. That was nice of you. That was nice of you. Very good. And uh, I'm trying to think if we have anything else to talk about before we go. I'm just trying to scan through the notes. Oh, Christine at one point uses the key 
And uh, I forgot about this part because oh, this is yeah. not this is the one uh, pitfall of, of just discussing the surgery. True, we, we don't forgot about actually, the like real uh, story between so, them. So uh, there's a whole talk about like uh, well, he she walks in and he's using his ab roller, which is yeah. actually hilarious. Yeah. And and before that, uh, Burke was talking about her like what coffee she prefers and all this stuff. He, he knows all these things about know, her. He's, t- he's explaining. I do know a lot about you because she's yeah. like you know nothing about me. Yeah, they have a big like, relationship discussion, and she's finally like, fine, you really want to see me? You want to see me fully? Fine. And she brings him over to her apartment and it's an absolute pigsty. So you go from like, she makes a joke earlier that you could do surgery in his apartment because it's so clean. And then her place is an absolute, like, it's, it's atrocious. And uh, she's like, I don't, do laundry. I just buy new underwear. Like I, yeah, like she's, she's very, she's funny. very, she's very slow. Like she has like her 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 fridge has water, vodka, and diet, uh, diet coke in it. it has, yeah, you know she and she doesn't care. She's not going to buy. She's, you know, she's never going to cook. She's not. She's not. She doesn't clean. She hired a maid who quit. Yeah, like, like ran away crying. Like yeah. she doesn't care. Yeah, and uh, just so. Just because I'm going through my notes, uh, I, I wrote at one point, Alex is back to Pricktown, which makes sense. Yeah. But also, um, I, I forgot that at one point I did in my notes refer to uh, Derek as McHypocrite. Because fuck that guy. McHypocrite. McHypocrite? No, it doesn't No, work. just McHypocrite. They don't actually put partial names. It's McDreamy, McSteamy, Mick. Nobody else actually has a Mick nickname, no. do they? No, that's it. Mick other guy. <laughs> McDoctor. McCreamy. Ew, we already we already that went probably should have been today's. We went through that already. No, no, no. So anyway, this episode pretty much ends, I guess, with a whimper. Yeah. And I, I would say I'm. This is another like I'm not. I'm not. I'm back on not really, not really being jonesed about episodes. There was a while there where I was like kind of liking the episodes more I than I remember. I know you liked it. <laughs> It's your job. You're the one who likes it. And I'm the one who doesn't like it. I just, I feel like this is a very cloying and emotionally manipulative episode. I think you're episode. mad because, because Meredith wasn't the worst. I, that too. Man, everyone was so bad. In this, and the coffee acting was bad. I didn't even get the, I didn't even get the joy of going, well, that's a good coffee well, acting. At least you got good duck. Yeah, I did. But I, like, I honestly think this is weird, but I actually prefer when the coffee acting's good. I, I like talking about good coffee acting. I do. It makes me happy. But, like. Jordan agrees. Yeah. Good All right. coffee acting. My goodness, Jordan. All right. Well, Yay. this has been. In uh, a hard grace night. Let's let's tell them where they can find us. Okay. Um, well, again, we're on the couch. Now, I'm never gonna not make that joke. Um, you could you could find us online at hardgrazenight.com. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, we have a page. I just look up Hard Graze Night. We'll be there. Uh, we are on Twitter at Hard Graze Night. By the way, the A is the at symbol in a delicious pun. Yes. Uh, if you want to email us, I, no one ever has, but if you really want to email us, it's at, it's hardgracenight at gmail.com. Um, trying to think if there's any... You can any, also message us on any message of those us. places. Yeah, yeah, you can message us on any of those places. Well, you can message us on on, on Gmail. I'm not going to... I have I don't have chat turned on for that. No, but I mean on Twitter or on Facebook. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. sure we'll find it and we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll talk to you. Yes. Um, and uh, you can find us individually. Allie as, is at A-L-I underscore Goodman. Allie Goodman on um, Twitter. On Twitter, and I am at Hitler Puncher. And if you, I've never stressed it that way before in my life. <laughs> desperately want to find me on Facebook. I'm Allie Real to Real. Uh, it's A L I. That's her acting page. That's my acting. I mean, if you and if you any of you desperately want to see my website, I guess you can go to johnwalter.com if we're going to be advertising. <laughs> and you go to alliegoodmanvo.com if you want to hire her for acting. That's not my acting page. I the Alley Real to Real. Oh no, that's your mom page. You're right. That's like my normal page. That is your. That's just your page. That's yeah, my that's, page. That's I my forgot. page, baby. But aren't you always acting? 
Uh, <laughs> like right now when you're right pretending to not murder me. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretending. Anyway, to murder, yeah. we are really botching this coda by. Yeah, we're really uh, doing you good know. here. Um, anyway, I would like to thank. I know we have a couple new uh, listeners and ew, fans. Ew. At least I know that because of the Facebook. I'm not page. saying ew to new listeners. Yeah, I know. I was like, why my are you doing that? My son just rubbed his slobber mouth all over my face. Um, but definitely, please share uh, this these episodes with and, your and, and, and rate, friends. rate, rate, review oh, yeah. on, on, uh, on Apple, Apple podcasts. podcasts. Is that what they call yeah. themselves now? Yeah. I, God, I'm, I'm sure we're available other places. Find if us you there. Look, we're yeah. on all the pod catchers. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I know we are. But we're not on like, we're not on like Stitcher and shit because yeah. you have to, you have to actually go through an app oh, to do that. Yeah. So, but anyway, <laughs> find us, um, rate and review us, tell people about us. If you know other Grey's Anatomy fans, um, I met somebody who was our Lyft driver, <laughs> and I told her about it. So, uh, so I'm Paul- sorry if you're listening to this, We're Paulina, Paulina, if you're if you're listening, Paulina, Paulina, is that is that is that like your new character for your Chicago girl? Yes. Like, like I have Joey Chicago, the the president of Chicago. Mine was wasn't she? Oh, it was she, Regina Lunt. Regina Lunt, yeah, actually. Actually. All right. Well, have a wonderful uh, Hell, day. Why, why are we not ending this? I don't know. We're the worst. I'm End like, it. I'm like, have a wonderful day. End it. <laughs> Kill it. This has been a Hard Grease Night signing off. Kiss off. So, anyway, Allie, I was thinking about this episode, and hold on just a sec. <coughs> what the hell is this key doing in my coffee, Allie? <laughs>